0: I wonder if we
1: did like a doggy d- DNA test but we sent our own DNA. <laughs> 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 what would happen?
0: Oh my goodness, what would you be? I feel like you would be an Italian greyhound <laughs> <laughs> with like 5% poodle. <laughs> and I would be like I'd be like a 90% like burger. <laughs> <laughs> with like five percent Afghan, with this like long hair. Yeah. <laughs>
1: doom do 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 boop. Let's snooots, snoots, boop. Let's snoot. <laughs> Welcome to let's boop snoots. <laughs> my name is Vero, and my name is Heidi and today we're gonna boop boop boopy boop boopy boop boopy boop, 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 boop. but before we start we would like to thank holy raw nutrition for supporting let's Boop snoots holy raw is a raw food service located in chelsea quebec Their products are sourced from ethical local farms and butchers to ensure freshness, quality, and peace of mind. They have raw blends that come in one to two pound containers, ranging from chicken, beef, duck, turkey, and many more. Holy Raw also provides dehydrated treats and all-natural supplements to help support your pet's overall well-being. You can find them on their website at holyrawnutrition.com, holyraw as in H-O-L-I-R-A-W, nutrition.com.
0: Thank you very much, Holy Raw, for supporting us. And also a big, big thank you to Stray Dog Brewing Company for supporting that Spoop snoods. They're located at 501 La Colle Way, Unit 4 in Orleans, Ontario. Stray Dog Brewing Company is open seven days a week, Mondays through Fridays from 12 to 7, with extended hours on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays until 9. Weekend hours are 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. on Saturdays and 12 to 6 on Sundays. They are pet-friendly, so bring your snoods. They also host great events throughout the week and offer brewery tours. Make sure to try some of their in house beers, including Oatmeal Stout, Tropical Knockout, One Hop Wonder, and many more. You can find them on their Instagram at Stray Dog Brewing Co. and their website, www.straydogbrewing.ca. Thank you, Stray Dog, for supporting Let's Boops Snoots. And you can
1: find our sponsors' details in this episode's description. And to our local Ottawa listeners or regional listeners, (laughs) Heidi and I, Let's Boop Snoots, will be at the Ottawa Pet Expo on October 1st and 2nd. We are holding a fundraiser, Dog Toy Mountain, and all the funds will be going to Sit With Me Ottawa, Dog Rescue Shelter. So those who donate, um, their dogs will be allowed to rummage through the mountain and bring home their favorite toys. Now, if you are not from ottawa and you would still like to donate some funds we have a gofundme on our instagram page at let's boop snoots and you can donate some funds uh through that and those funds will be used to buy more toys for the mountain to generate more donations for sit with me so thank you in advance to those who donate and to those who are going to come see us at the ottawa pet expo with their schnoots
0: yes can't wait to see those schnoots the it's going the to be schnutz. a german a german pet expo <laughs> <laughs> the, schnutz. The, schnutz. <laughs> the dogs will be too scared to come to us because it sounds so aggressive schnutz. <laughs>
1: bring me On the schnutz.
0: <laughs> we'll yodel as they like to go into enter the toy mountain <laughs> oh my goodness Schnutz. So we hope to see you there. We do hope to see it's you It's so there. exciting. Now today, speaking of a boop in the snoots, what we plan to boop about is a couple of different topics. The first one is an interesting one that Vero brought up to me today. Um, Vero's dog, she's, she's got two dogs. So do I. Mm. Uh, she, she's got mm. Ralph, Ralph the Golden, and our brand new member of the snoot family, of the Let's Boop Snoots family, Melhouse. Ralph's yes. brother, who's a Malamute. A Malamute in progress. We don't know how big he's going to get, but his <laughs> paws are pretty big.
1: And we don't know his, like, <laughs> true DNA. So we're going to be doing the DNA test to see exactly what is made of. Yes. <laughs> Malamute, German Shepherd, Husky. We'll we don't find know. out.
0: Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's my two dogs, Gibbon and Lou, who I know for a factor
1: imagine if you did the dna test and it was like one percent i don't know pug
0: (laughs) well i remember do you know what i remember like one of my neighbors doing the dna test because they got like uh what was it like a mastiff mix with something but when they did the dna test there was actually like no mastiff in the dog like at all so they were kind of like laughing at it but anyways Mm. I wonder if we
1: did like a doggy d- DNA test, but we sent our own DNA. <laughs> 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 what would happen?
0: Oh my goodness, what would you be? I feel like you would be an Italian greyhound <laughs> <laughs> with like 5% poodle.
1: <laughs>
0: and I would be like, I'd be like a 90% like Leon burger. <laughs> <laughs> with like five percent afghan with this like long hair yeah <laughs> my long straight hair that would be my guess <laughs> on the doggy dna test oh my god that's hilarious we should we should totally I feel like we should <laughs> just to see <laughs> i feel like we totally can should. we yes i think it's like 70 it a, i was gonna say it might be a, a funny like waste of like 70 dollars but It would be hilarious if it came back as like a... I wonder if that... This could be a Let's Boop Snooze expose. (laughs) (gasps) The DNA test companies have been lying. (laughs) They just roll like
1: a dice and be like, okay, she's made of (laughs) something, something.
0: They have an app that just automatically generates like random stuff. Mm. That would be funny. That would be funny. They ask. I wonder if they do they ask for a picture to go along with the dog oh maybe okay we're gonna you when when are you planning on doing this because this could be like yeah like we'll soon ha- enough yeah okay we'll have yeah. to totally talk about this on our next episode but anyways having said that <laughs> talking about our dogs, <laughs> what we were talking about today um was we were talking about spaying and neutering and cause Barrow's getting a little bit closer to making that decision for, uh, Ralph Arino Uh and any dog that I've had in the past. Um, well, actually I've, so my first dog that I got scraps, we got from the humane society and he wasn't neutered yet, but they gave us a voucher to have him neutered. So we, we did have him neutered. Uh, Becky, my second dog came spayed already. And then when we got Gibbs, um, we got him from a breeder and typically like breeders will it's part of your agreement with them to neuter the dog because they can account for the dogs that they have produced it's almost like like it's a personal product of theirs and they have to ensure mm-hmm. the quality of the product so like you can't um go letting your dog like impregnate like all kinds of other dogs and stuff because now they've sort of like lost track of like their dog family tree if you will and then it puts other dogs out there and you have uh, the potential I would imagine for like inbreeding at some point which is why we have like all these mixed mutts and some with like difficulties and health problems and stuff like that so it is important to have your pet spayed or neutered but there are some that don't breeders typically don't and Vero and I were having the discussion like do you have to question mark
1: yeah do you have to do you have or are to? other other ways that are less invasive mm-hmm. like what do we do as humans <laughs>
0: yeah so to be clear like so male dogs get neutered and neutered means removing the testicle it's like a castration of the dog so they remove both testicles and so the dog cannot procreate when females are spayed it is the removal of ovaries fallopian tubes and uh, uterus typically. So when Vera and I were were discussing this earlier, she talked about a vasectomy. So the vasectomy is different from a neuter, because they're not removing anything. They're just like um, severing the cord of the vas deferens, deferens, which is the tube that delivers sperm. So that's usually like what humans do, (laughs) human males.
1: (laughs) Yes. And it's not invasive.
0: It's, it, well, it's way less invasive. Yeah. Yeah. It's still a All bit All you invasive. need is a
1: bag of frozen peas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so with Gibbon, with Gibbon, we were supposed to get him neutered. However, his testicles did not descend. So they needed to do more of a spay where they had to go in and sort of like explore a little bit more. I'm wondering if a vasectomy is cheaper than a neuter. Yes that's what I'm wondering. And, um, the only thing w- with neutering, and so Vera and I were talking through this cause we were like, why wouldn't they, d- they do that? Typically when you're operating on humans and or animals, you want to go the less invasive route because there's less chance of infection and like complications and all that kind of stuff. So we we're thinking, you know, why aren't, aren't, they doing this? Or maybe this is something new that they, They discovered, but when we started reading on it a little bit further, there are several several different reasons. So I think for like a female and I don't know whether they offer like a less invasive uh, measure for a female, but they, they do for the males and it's the vasectomy. And when we read up on it, it was saying that like it doesn't stop the testosterone from being produced. And -hmm. that's typically why they do a neuter. So because dogs pick up on these things, right? Like we talked in past episodes about um, their sense of smell and what they're able to pick up on and all these kinds of things. So Um, There was two reasons that I could figure why you would opt for a neuter rather than a vasectomy. And I'm sorry if this gets a little, like, rude when we talk about this. But so the number one um, pro to this, to a neuter, would be, again, you're removing, like, all testosterone production so your dog like other dogs react to those hormones Mm -hmm. and I have seen it like when when my dog plays with dogs that aren't fixed or whatever there's a little bit more energy I don't know how to describe it
1: like attention
0: there can be attention and other dogs can smell them and it can cause them to react more aggressively towards them um can again like not always like i'm sure there's people out there that have like unneutered dogs and like things are going just fine but it again it's just one of those added things maybe the more like you socialize that dog the more problems you would have so again it depends on where you are and what you're doing with your dog um And actually, to tell you the truth, now that I think about it, going to the breeders, I can remember when I went to visit my breeder for my Weimaraners, um, he had this big room that was just lined with crates that he kept them all in there. And um, he was saying, I know some people look at this room and they think it's cruel, but we know which dogs can mix with which dogs. And like one of the breeders that we checked out before going to that breeder had an injured dog. He was missing an eye. Oh, yep. Do you remember that? Um, no you
1: didn't tell me that but I didn't tell you
0: that that it was one it was a breeder that was closer here to Ottawa that we went to and it turned out that that dog that got injured because he got into a fight with another dog used to belong to the breeder that we got our dogs from in Montreal and um they were saying, um, yeah, so some people look at this and think it's cruel, but we know which dogs can mix with who be otherwise you run into problems. And he said, when I talked to him about that, about the other breeder that we went to, he said, did you see our dog, like the dog's name? And he gave us the dog's name. I said, yeah, he said that that's what happens when, and so you know like again like they're breeding so it's like hormones like on crack like when dogs are in heat and like when dogs are you know what i mean like then they're and they're literally breeding i'm i'm sure that like they get aggression with certain types or can't, can't mix certain ones and even females start to compete with each other i remember him saying so hormones plays like a much bigger role with animals than they do like with and especially dogs than they do obviously with humans like (laughs) but i can't smell like (laughs) she's after my husband how dare she (laughs) but um uh, that would be a huge uh reason for it i think it changes their temperament from yeah. the dogs that I've had fixed it calms them down a little bit more and again I think it's maybe it's just like this is me guessing but it seems to make sense that it's just removing like that extra kind of stimulant out of the the picture
1: yeah like I could see because um, I was kind of thinking about it like why wouldn't we just get Ralph a vasectomy besides like our contract <laughs> with the breeder yeah uh, that we did like sign that we have to get them neutered or spayed But then, like, I could see, like, if you live in the woods and you live by the water and it's really just, like, you and your dog, um, yes, like, your dog can get a vasectomy. Like, they're not going to have many other interactions with other dogs. But having, like, two male dogs now in the house, Mm -hmm. um, neuter is probably the best, best option. But... Like, let's say you live in the city and you like bringing your dog to a specific park and sometimes there's female dogs and, you know, your dog, you feel like it's not quite the age to get neutered yet. You want to wait till they're two. Maybe, you know, you have the financial means or like vasectomy could just be like a, an option until you get there so that you don't, you're not worried since it's not um, like very invasive.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, I mean, that could be an option if you have a male.
0: Yeah. Now now getting to the rude part, <laughs> which is, I've, I've never heard of a vasectomy in dogs before, but when, when we were discussing it, like, I, I know that with... Human men, when they go for a vasectomy, there is, um, they talk about a percentage chance, and I'm not sure what it is off the top of my head, but there's a there's a small percentage of a chance that the tube actually regrows back together, and you are actually then still delivering sperm when you might think that you're not so they usually wait until after the recovery and then the human man has to send in a sample to ensure that there it is in fact severed and there is no sperm being delivered are they going to ask to do the same with your dog (laughs) (laughs) because that's awkward (laughs) collecting (laughs) collecting that sample awkward (laughs) yeah i don't know yeah i would want to do that i wonder if the veterinarian would do that or if yeah i don't know i don't know let's not let's not explore those possibilities but <laughs> nope i'd be curious to know but um yeah so some of the things to think about so again like it depends if you got your dog from a breeder guaranteed they're gonna uh, it is in your contract to uh spay or neuter your dog. um if you didn't and you rescued your dog, I'd be surprised because, and this is another thing that comes up when you talk about spaying versus um, spaying and neutering, is um, most organizations will spay or neuter while they have the dog. Um, did did Melhouse come sp- neutered? Sp- no. Neutered? <laughs> Spanewder? neutered <Sp-neutered?
1: laughs> <laughs> No, but it is in the contract. I think it's between eight and 10 months that they want us to neuter, get him okay. neutered which I find is very young.
0: Yes. And so this is the, the thing. And I can't re- remember how old Gibbon was when we had him neutered. I, I want to say it was after the first year. And I remember us talking about this on a previous episode and it's about keeping those hormones around on depending on which type of breed of dog that you have because it builds some of their muscle and ligaments and has been shown that it can help with um, mitigate health problems later on down the line such as like hip dysplasia and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So if you give them the chance to go through that like development And really develop their body and muscle and ligaments, like I mentioned, it can help uh, with health problems later on. So that was one of the huge um, reasons to wait a bit longer before you have your spay or neuter. But I can like I think it's one of those things that like maybe changes like over time as people like I don't know if people are studying this or watching it or anything like that, but I can remember you had to wait like a really long you had to wait until the animal like with dogs and cats were at least like one year old before you did it but then I can remember when um I think when I went to get scraps and when my mom got kittens and stuff they were neutering them at like at like months old like four or five months and I remember thinking like oh my god are you kidding me like that seems super young but um I think it just depends on what school of thought you come from and your vet comes from I guess Mm -hmm. maybe they just think like if their focus is to control the animal population do you remember watching the prices right Bob Barker always used to say that he always used to bring his (laughs) like like the, the adoptables on the show and remember folks try to control the animal population so spay and neuter your pets he used to say that at the end of each episode and so that's a focus for a lot of people because there are a lot of surrendered or stray like animals mm-hmm. and overcrowding spcas he made societies these types of places so it may even depend on which region that you're in who's pushing the spay and neuter
1: at yeah. what age
0: yeah you know yeah but know. very interesting i had never even thought that vasectomy was a was a possibility for the dogles
1: yeah and i'm i think this is like i don't know if it's something new but i've hearing more and more about it mm-hmm. so yeah we'll see
0: that that's going to be a good question if we ever get a vet on let's Boop Snoods.
1: yes which
0: we should aim to
1: do yes that would be awesome
0: i think we've talked about it several times but hopefully they don't listen to all of our episodes because i don't i may come across as like a vet basher <laughs> <laughs> and i don't mean to it's just that it is very costly so i try to think of like you know how to do things in a
1: apple Costs. cider vinegar everything <laughs> yes
0: <laughs> your dog does work though it works it on some stuff it does it works on um ear infections ear infections like i told you like lou's ears felt like sandpaper on the inside and she had like a little bit of this bubbly rash and some apple cider vinegar soaks and she's doing like much better she's back to soft ears again Oh, and it really breaks up that earwax like so well, man. Like yes. it just melts away. Oh my good. Oh, and you rub their ears while it's
1: in there, and they're like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lou's yes. always like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think yeah. it's funny when people can't tell the difference between like a dog groan and a dog growl. Like, so sometimes my mom will come and, and Lou is like one of the most. I thought gibbon was but lou has gibbon beat for sure with like the loud moans and groans of like delight and comfort (laughs) like literally like constantly we'll be sitting there and i call her lou cow moo cow because she almost sounds like a cow like all of a sudden she just goes <laughs> and it scares my mom whenever my mom's sitting next to her. She's like, oh, she'll like, stop touching. I'm like, no, mom, she's like happy. She's comfortable. She likes it. Oh, okay. Can't tell, can't tell the difference. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's it for spay and neutering, eh? Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: So, you, so you're going to explore the possibilities of a vas- vasectomy? Well, I'm going to talk to my vet
1: about it. I think like we have to get Ralph neutered for various mm. reasons, some that we mentioned today and I think mostly having the two males
0: Mm. in the
1: household right now yeah um but I'm gonna ask him like what he thinks
0: about it yeah vasectomies
1: and like for females why not just remove the uterus and keep the ovaries yeah you still have like the sex hormones
0: yeah interesting yeah I wonder if he'll say all the same things that we just did because we're more than just a couple of cute snoots <laughs> <laughs> for more than just a pretty snoot. No, Yes.
1: Mm. Um, the other thing, so we're going to the vet because Ralph is due for his vaccines. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about that with the vet as well, but also Ralph has really, really, really bad allergies. I think I mentioned it on one of the last episodes, but he is biting his paws. Like there's blood sometimes. Oh, he's pulling the hair out. Oh, my God. It's like nonstop. So Ralph has been wearing a cone like for the last like three weeks. Oh, my goodness. And I cannot find anything to help him out. So I tried Benadryl. I tried reactin. Um, I got this stuff called Nettle from Holy Raw. So he's Mm -hmm. only had it once. So I'm going to do that. It's like a natural antihistamine. Mm
0: -hmm. So
1: it might help with the itch. That's like the problem is like, the cone prevents him from itching, but I can't find anything to like soothe the itch. Yeah. So we're also doing like Betadine foot soaks, just mm-hmm. to make sure like nothing is infected. Does he have brown paws? Did it die? His paws no, brown. I'm like, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, so I dilute it. Okay. So it's like a bucket of water, and I just put enough so that it looks like iced tea. Oh, okay. And that was like a recommendation I saw on a Dr. Becker video.
0: Oh, nice.
1: So we're doing that. So hopefully that helps keep uh, everything clean. How many times have you done that? I've only done it it three times. Like, it's been bad now. Like, his paws are bad. So I'm like, okay, we got to make sure, like...
0: Oh, poor Nothing gets
1: infected and then... Worse, but he looks so sad with the cone on. I know. First, he had a soft cone, and he discovered that he could finally actually reach his back paws still with the soft Uh, cone on. Yeah. So now we got him a hard cone, and he looks like a (laughs) lampshade. And he looks so sad. But it's like... Is it
0: just just his paws? Is it all the paws, or like his front paws, or...? All the paws. All the paws? And like he scratches his belly too. oh
1: baby. And we haven't changed anything with his food. Like we haven't changed anything. That's weird. And I heard that allergies for dogs are really, really bad. They're uh, bad for humans for sure this year, but. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Apparently they're bad for the... dogs. You get the
1: dogs with the allergies. I know (laughs) like Wiggum was
0: like that yeah couldn't stop scratching I remember his skin he would get like patches and it would get bad and it would flare up and then oh Oh. yes Uh. it's funny that you mentioned that because somebody was talking to me about that the other day about how bad their dog's allergies were but um anyways things to be mindful about so my, the next thing I wanted to talk about, and it's kind of, well, kind of related to the same thing, but anyways, um, a few weeks ago, um, we had just bought like our, our regular dog food and we always like, um, go and buy two bags at a time. Cause we got two medium sized dogs. So we go through quite a bit of it. So we bought these two bags of dog food and then we come home, we have a big Tupperware container that we keep it in with a lid that keeps it locked. And so we did that. And then I noticed like, um, within the week or I guess both of her dogs were very sick and they were vomiting and diarrhea like nonstop and weren't eating for like two plus days. um, And, I was like weird because, it, like, if you've listened to the show before, they they go up to our cottage, her family cottage, quite regularly, and they've been they've eaten stuff up there that, like, one time, given ate a bunch of bird seed, and we learned about the dangers of that. It's got a f- high fat content and causes um, problems with the pancreas and gets a pancreatitis, which is bad for dogs, and um, all this kind of stuff. But they hadn't been to the cottage, and we were walking them on leash, so I know that they weren't in a situation where they could have eaten anything and then it dawned on me that both of them are sick at the same time like and that's weird for both of them to be sick at the same time so I went and rummaged through the food in the bin and lo and behold I found some mold in the dog food Uh, yeah Um, cool not cool. And it's um, like, we've been buying the same dog food from a reputable com- company. And I don't want to get in trouble or anything, because I've got nothing bad to say about them. But it's a Akana a is like a, a high quality dog food. And some there's been times where I go to buy um, a bag of it, and you can feel that it's vacuum sealed. And I always make sure that I buy the bag where it's vacuum sealed. So you, you, there's no air in there. So you can't feel the kibble like moving around like it's vacuum sealed tight. And that's to prevent any moisture getting in and stuff like that. So it must have been something from from the factory. But anyways, um, found some mold, so we threw out, we disposed of the dog food immediately. Um, I wrote to Acana uh, about it. I took photos of it. Um, the only thing I didn't have was the dog food bag, which is an important part to that. So because they need the lot number on it, because they want to know if there's any other problems with it's for them to track for quality purposes mm-hmm. right on their product so I was unfortunately unable to give them that but I they they asked to reach out to the store like as well anyway so I'm still in the midst of back, going back and forth with them but they were I have to say like they're they've been pretty good and I said in my email this isn't going to deter me from using your product like I've literally been buying this for years and I've never like had a problem and you know, mistakes happen. Like we get, we get callbacks on our foods constantly for like yeah. the have been like a hole like, in it, and then there was moisture and yeah, like who knows? But mm-hmm. um, but anyways, um, so just be reminded like if your dog gets super sick, just start like playing back in your mind okay, what did I do with them? Were we at the dog park? Did I have eyes on them the whole time because there are like a lot of things that are very dangerous or can make dogs very ill um like I belong to the Facebook group of the dog park that we go to frequently and there's like a lot of people posting on there recently that there's like these, red spotted mushrooms that are growing right now at the park and Mm -hmm. watch your dogs carefully and this type of stuff because that kind of stuff can again make make them super sick so um just be conscious of that stuff and again this is why the leave it command comes in real handy because if you see your dog eating something that they shouldn't be you can say leave it and hopefully they they listen to you um another one that makes them violently ill and fast is the marijuana Mm. the Mary Joanna. I think I told the story once before but I will tell it again my aunt regularly goes to a dog park with a friend of hers that has a dog and they were out walk. And went for their routine morning walk And she got home and then five minutes later, the very friend that she just went walking with was like, there's something wrong with my dog. And she got like when she got home, her dog literally just keeled over and he was still breathing and everything, but wouldn't move, wouldn't do anything. So she rushed him to the vet like right away. And um, they did a test and he had eaten marijuana. Yeah. I know probably at the dog park like yeah. people smoking it they throw out their butts or whatever a dog eats my really neighbor
1: quick. just found a
0: mason jar full of marijuana oh <laughs> really in
1: there yeah in the dog park that I usually go to oh my so god she went back and like picked it up Yeah. to throw it out yes but then the mason jar was like broken a little bit so oh there's like glass in the dog park so I'm like okay, oh no. yep No
0: no doggy paw injuries. No. (laughs) And it's so hard because they can't tell you, right? Like, you can't be like, hey, what did you
1: eat? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know? It's funny because in my emails Mm
0: -hmm. a day
1: ago, (laughs) um, I'm subscribed to Dogs Naturally. And Mm -hmm. I got an email from, it's like Dogs Naturally magazine. It's a pretty good magazine. But uh, in the email, it says... Sick dog? Question mark. Check for mold. <laughs> wow. And it says here, if your dog eats mold, you might see reduced appetite, vomiting, and changes in stool.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And see, like Gibbs has a sensitive stomach, so I may not have like picked up on it if I had just had him around because, like, he, yeah, he vom. Like, if you give him a treat that he's never had before, chances are he's gonna get uh, a little bit of the Reha, the Diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> and, or he vomits sometimes if he has too much of something. And that's why, like, I'm pretty strict with Gibbon and what people are able to give him. They're like, can I give your dog a treat? And I'm like, no, no, you can't. <laughs> no, no, you cannot. Because, or I just say yes, and I give them some of his kibble. Like, if they're in my home, like, I'll say, yeah, but he, yeah, please, g- please give him this. Yeah. Um, but I tell people, like, I know he's sniffing out your pockets, especially when you walk around a dog park. There's the people with the, that carry the treats in their pockets, and your dog, of course, flocks to them. And you're like, hey, buddy, can you get out of their personal space, please? <laughs> <laughs> but um, they'll sniff around at people's pockets, and they're like, is that okay if I can, Mom? I'm like, no, please don't. He's got a very sensitive tummy. And then they get it, and they're like, no problem, and, like, back off. But you do have That's to watch the worst to things. deal with. Yeah. Doggy diarrhea. It is it's the worst and like I can't imagine having like a big huge mega dog like a Great Dane and then that had a sensitive tummy because that'd be messy. It's messy. I did have a
1: meltdown one day when I came home. (laughs) Yes. diarrhea. It was such a long week at work and I came home and there's just like diarrhea everywhere and I just like had a meltdown. (laughs) Yeah. Oh
0: my god. Oh Yeah it's the worst can and that's like with like like would you say our dogs are medium-sized dogs some people yeah. when i say that about my dogs they're like no they're huge i'm like yeah but they're not like irish wolfhound great dane huge <laughs> yeah but anyways but yeah so yeah um, medium like between medium and large i guess and that's plenty of diarrhea like, to clean up folks yes
1: plenty i um, might have some <laughs> some bigger diarrhea to clean up in yes. the future
0: So just to like, if you're ever unsure about what your dog ate or what they potentially could have eaten, just like Google search it really quick. Like some of the um, stuff that they shouldn't be eating because like it's, it's a long list. And then you can think, oh man, like they did eat half of my piece of pizza last night that had like onions, garlic and chives on it. And no wonder they've got diarrhea or no wonder they vomited today and stuff like that. And, um, Anything in the onion family. So I'll, I'll quickly list off a list, like just from a quick Google search, but onions, garlics, and, and chives. It said anything from the onion family, whether dry, raw, or cooked, is particularly toxic to dogs and can cause gastrointestinal irritation and red blood cell damage. Chocolate Mm. is another one, and uh, we've had this conversation several times, but it's like the amount of cocoa that's in there. So if they eat a dark chocolate, it's more likely to be, like, super toxic for them than if you had, like, a a milk chocolate or a white one. Because I always tell these awful stories. (laughs) Here we go with our our rude (laughs) encounters of these stories again. But the first Christmas that we had Becky, she ate two huge Toblerone bars, and she didn't vomit. But she did have the diarrhea. Um, Real band So uh, chocolate macadamia nuts is another one. Corn on the cob. I, I didn't think that was toxic. More as like they try to eat the cob and they choke on it. And then and, and then yeah. if they do get it down, then it can obstruct them. So you have to be careful with that one. Um, avocado is bad for them. Artificial sweetener like xylitol. Yeah. Uh, al- alcohol, obviously. Cooked bones. Um Anyways, you can, you, you can Google a list and, and find, find out all of the things. Grapes is another one. And, um, oh yeah, this is like another thing I always like to share when we talk about this stuff. If you witness your dog eating something like toxic that they're not supposed to, if you give them a tablespoon of peroxide, it induces vomiting right away. Yes. So you can save it from doing its full on damage. And I've tried this before and it does, it makes your dog vomit within I tried it with Wiggum and it
1: it never worked it never worked it was like and then it was like wait five minutes and then give another tablespoons and then wait five minutes or something like that and I was like giving him a bunch of tablespoons and I was like okay I'm I'm gonna stop yeah
0: Yeah. (laughs) so if it gets to that point where nothing's happening then you might want to call your vet and I think Mm -hmm. there is like a a poison line that we have here anyways because I can remember um one of our family members, dogs eating a bunch of like candy from like at Christmas time, decorating gingerbread houses. And there was some chocolate and stuff like that. And it was a small dog. So I remember her calling, there was like some kind of like poison control line for dogs where they were Mm -hmm. like, okay, do this, do that, do this, do that. Or they they will instruct you to go to your bed if you have to. So keep an eye on them. So if you witness them doing it, try the peroxide trick. Um, And if you don't, and your dog is just like really ill, Again, like not to vet bash or anything like that, but if your dog vomits and doesn't eat, don't panic right away. Give them some time to to recover from it. Unless mm-hmm. it's like really bad. Like if they're vomiting blood or like having diarrhea blood, you might want to take them in. Uh, unless it's like super frank red blood like bright red blood that you can see then uh, absolutely take them in like right away urgently but if you see like a tiny little bit of blood and like vomit or whatever like still give your you you can still take your time a little bit dogs can go three days without eating
1: they totally
0: can dogs can go three days without eating and then just try like the like kind of like we do for humans just get like a lean ground meat of some kind or like chicken and do rice chicken and rice or the yes. ground beef and rice and give them like a half a cup of that so that they have something in their system and can get it down and keep it down yep. Y'all. yes yes
1: because you think
0: about like when you're sick you don't yes. necessarily want to eat so. no, and people freak out when their dog doesn't eat or like skips a meal. Sometimes they feel off and you might not even see any vomiting or diarrhea and they just don't eat one morning and you're like, what? Oh my God, something's wrong. And, but don't like let them recover. Like I, I've, I've let my dog, like I've, I always give my dogs plenty of time to see like, which direction are we going in here? So don't be terrified at like the first, if you're, if you come home to like, you know, four or five piles of like, barf and diarrhea like in your house like don't panic and go running to the vet give it another day let them clear out of course Mm -hmm. leave them water at all times you don't want them to dehydrate but don't feed them don't even try giving them their next meal just don't even do it because they're either going to eat it and vomit again or they're not going to and then like it is it's like you start personalizing or humanizing the experience and be like oh my god they're starving to death but they're not they'll be fine. They will be. So give them like two, three days. And then if it's still not going in a good direction on day three is when I start introducing the rice and chicken and seeing if they can keep a half a cup of that down and, um, and then see where you go from there, but give it some time. And then again, think through like, okay, if you have two dogs and both of them are sick at the same time, chances are it's something that you have given them at the Mm -hmm. same time. Right. So yeah. check check your food or any of the consumable consumables that you have to make sure that there's nothing wrong with it. And um, then just brainstorm and it's tough to do, right? Like you, we don't have our eyes on them like all the time. Did they lick the toilet after you just cleaned it and they just like ate some like toilet cleaner? <laughs> did Yeah, it, like, like we have ta- toads outside now.
1: We didn't yes. have them last
0: year, but now we have
1: toads. And those are dangerous, too. So those are po- I'm always, like, keeping an eye out.
0: Yeah, super poisonous for dogs. Like, fro- if they eat a frog or a toad, chances are they are going to get sick. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind if you went to a cottage or whatever. And God forbid, like, like, my dad uses, like, mouse poison at the cottage. And, like, I'm always very conscious of where it is and making sure that my dogs don't eat that. Because that's, like, a blood thinner. So you are going to see blood chances like in their GI tract and it can make them violently ill so just be conscious of these things like if you go up to a friend's cottage just be like hey do you guys have mice are you using like mouse poison or rat poison is it can you tell me where it is I just want to make sure my dog doesn't eat it or keep your dog on leash the whole time so that you know where they are and what they're doing No, I'm saying yes safety first safety first think of the doggos Think of the doggos. But and if if you do find a um compromised dog product, such as me and my Akana food, um, mistakes happen all the time. And just contact the company immediately. Like every website has a contact us thing. It, you, they asked for photos, they asked for um, a description of everything they were really great. They a- answered pretty promptly to me and they said, can you call the store to just to let them know And I called the store and they were really great with me as well they were like oh my god the one the first girl that picked up she's like oh my god oh my god that's terrible are your dogs okay <laughs> like I was like oh yeah I'm like I'm like no they're fine I'm like it's okay I didn't have to even take them to the vet or anything but I just like the company told me to notify you guys as well and and um yeah I need to call them back and see if they can find a lot number if it's that if that's attached because they keep an account and are able to show you but I don't know whether oh, yeah that will include the lot number of the bag because the lot number is like the most important part because it tells you which batch it was involved with and then if they keep track of that and they're noticing that that entire batch of food which could be like literally thousands of bags are compromised Mm -hmm. and they start getting multiple complaints back like then they need to do a recall right so it it is important to report these things so that you prevent other dogos from getting sick yeah you know what I'm saying yes
1: yes 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 (laughs) (laughs) yes
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well i think that's a wrap is it a wrap
0: yes i think that's a wrap
1: you think that's a wrap
0: i think that's a wrap
1: before we go make sure to follow us on instagram at let's Newts. and also make sure to check out holy raw nutrition a raw food service located in chelsea quebec we would like to thank holy raw nutrition for supporting let's Newts. Their products are sourced from ethical local farms and butchers to ensure freshness, quality, and peace of mind. They have raw blends that come in one to two pound containers, ranging from chicken, beef, duck, turkey, and many more. Holy Raw also provides dehydrated treats and all-natural supplements to help support your pet's overall well-being. I order all of my food for Ralph and Millhouse from Holy Raw, and I only have great things to say about them. So we are so, 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 so thankful to have them as a sponsor. I don't know why I sing that like that,
0: but. (laughs) (laughs) We're very musical. We're We're very musical sometimes.
1: Snoot snoot boobers. Snoot boobers. Um, You can find them on their website at holyrawnutrition.com. Holy Raw as H-O-L-I-R-A-W nutrition.com.
0: Thank you, Holy Raw. And also a big, big thank you to Stray Dog Brewing Company for supporting Let's Boop Snoots. They are located at 501 La Colle Way, Unit 4 in Orleans, Ontario. Stray Dog Brewing Company is open seven days a week, Mondays through Fridays from 12 p.m. to 7 p.m. with extended hours on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays till 9. Weekend hours are 11 to 8 p.m. on Saturdays and 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. on Sundays. They are a pet-friendly brewery, so bring your snoots. They also host great events throughout the week and offer brewery tours. Make sure to try some of their in-house beers, including Oatmeal Stout, Tropical Knockout, One Hop Wonder, and many more. You can find them on their Instagram at Stray Dog Brewing Co. And their website, www.straydogbrewing.ca. Thank you, Stray Dog Brewing Company. And yes, their beers are very tasty. The many, many more. Go for the many, many more as well. Because we've been, we've been, we've drank. We can tell you. (laughs) (laughs) We can tell you there's many more and they are very tasty. Yes. But also, don't forget about our pet expo and to visit our site for a potential uh, GoFundMe donation if you're unable to attend. That we would gladly appreciate in our fundraiser for Sit With Me uh, Dog Rescue that we'll be doing at the Ottawa Pet Expo on October 1st and 2nd. Yes. Come see us. Come see us. Come boop.
1: Come boop. Boop. If not, then, you know, we're going to boop next week. Boop. Boop.